T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, let's get right to it. He's a uh, current Westwood One announcer, longtime ESPN radio host, Mike Golick Sr. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, let me let me throw this at you. Since you're a longtime radio host, on a day like today, if your program director said, Golick, what are you hot on today? What do you want to come out talking <laughs> about? What What would it be on a day like today? I think it's always the NFL, um, you know, unless we were on the day that maybe the U.S. was playing. They don't play till tomorrow, you know, the Netherlands and the World Cup. So that might that might be something to take up sometime. But listen, football is king. And the, the game this week, that there's always one or two games that are great games. I mean, Miami coming to San Francisco is an absolute marquee matchup. Mike, my partner and I, we go back and forth because I took an L a while back. I was talking about Andy Reid and his failures to, to win the big one in Philly. Got close, got to a Super Bowl, couldn't get it done. And I tried to apply that with Kyle Shanahan, and I know he's early in his career, but, Mike, he hadn't won the big one, and they kind of squandered 10-point leads you know, in the Super Bowl in last year's NFC Championship game. When I asked you about Kyle and him having anything to prove to you as a head coach, how would you answer that? I'm always amazed at the owners that pull the trigger on firing coaches that are successful. Marty Schottenheimer got to a couple of AFC championship games when he was in Cleveland. My brother was on the team, and he loses his job because he can't get over the hump. I mean, so you're going to tell me that the next person you hire, you're, you're basically hiring to win that one more game. And how hard is that? What, what kind of crapshoot is that, you know, to have to do? You've got a coach that's taking you into the playoffs, taking you to the NFC Championship game, taking you to a Super Bowl, even though you lost it. Why the hell would you think about changing? I mean, that, that blows my mind, the, the, the itchy trigger finger on these owners that said, well, we haven't won the Super Bowl, we've got to make a change. Okay, I get it if you're below 500 and never making the playoffs, but you're getting there, and you're getting far, and I think San Fran will again this year get far. So I, to me, personally, I think it's ridiculous to say, okay, we're that close. Let's change the coach who brings in his own assistant, who changes the personality of the team, who changes the X's and O's of the team. So let's basically revamp everything. I think it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Mike, and we're joined by Mike Golick Sr. You know, you look at the – Kyle Shanahan, and, and forget the front office, uh, Mike, a lot of the fans, 
you know, they, they had a lead against Kansas City. And we're already kind of saying, well, what if they go far this year when we talk about Jimmy Garoppolo? And I said, you know, let's say they lose in the NFC Championship game again. And people say, well, see, Kyle can't win the big one. And I'm thinking to myself, he's been a head coach for six years. If you take away any coach who didn't win, you know, who who didn't win a title in their first six years, that'd be ninety percent of the coaches, wouldn't it? Oh, I, I again, I go back to what I said. I think it's ridiculous. And think about how San Francisco got bailed out. Whoever, and if it goes up to John Lynch, made the decision. Well, uh, whoever made the decision to trade up to get to Trey Lance, and listen. I don't want to make this a bash Trey Lance because we have no idea what he can do because he hasn't had the chance, and when he got the chance, he got hurt. But you had a team that went to the NFC Championship game, and even after that, they said, hey, Jimmy, thank you for your time. We're going with Trey Lance. And that's what happens because you trade up for a guy to pick him that high. You need to see what he's going to do. San Francisco absolutely got bailed out because Garoppolo needed shoulder surgery. If he didn't need shoulder surgery, he would have been traded and would have been gone. And where would the 49ers be right now once Trey Lance got hurt if you didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo? This guy gets bashed so much. He wins. Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? No, he's not. But he's good enough to take, you know, he got to the Super Bowl, got to an NFC championship game, and only one team wins the big one every year. One team. This team is loaded and ready to go. I think the bringing in a Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey was huge. I think we're finally learning that the trading deadline in the NFL isn't just a date. You get that passes by with nothing happening. You can get quality players. Jimmy Garoppolo has so many options on offense that makes the pre-snap read that much better for him to kind of decide where he wants to go with the ball. And then a second after the snap, you know, he can verify that and he has a lot of ways to go. And the defense is, is fantastic there. So, I'm amazed at this. In my opinion, whether it's Shanahan, whether it's Lynch, they all got bailed out because Jimmy Garoppolo needed shoulder surgery. That, in all honesty, is what saved this San Francisco season right now. now Mike, everything you're saying are facts, and we got a big game against the Dolphins, the Niners do, and I'm trying to stay in the moment and enjoy the ride. But with what you just said, Mike, do you think if Jimmy, let's just say, wins a couple playoff games, NFC Championship game, would they dare say bye-bye again? Well, I mean, they did it last year, right? I know. So, I mean, would it shock anybody if they did it again, if he got to the NFC title game and they lost? That's exactly what happened last year. So would that happen again this year where Trey would, would be given the, the, the chance? Wow. Which, again, blows my mind. I, I, I personally don't understand it because – I'm always a player-first mentality, and I think of the other guys in that locker room. This team is built to win right now. And if you hand the reins to Trey Lance again, he has basically didn't play a lot in college and has basically barely played in the NFL. You're going to regress at the quarterback position for a while until you see what Trey Lance's ceiling is. And if you want to go that route, that's fine. That's what happens when you trade up and pick a guy like that number three you know, there's there's ego involved that says we know what we're doing in getting this guy, so you're going to kind of force him in there to see what he can do. Mike Golick, Sr., joining us on 95-7, the game. Um, uh, Nick Bosa, how, where do you put him in terms of the players today, in terms of, you know, defensive players, and then does he have a chance to be one of the best of all, of all time? 
Is that is it too well, early? You know, but, but, but that that's a tough statement because you know you have to you have to be at a high level for years. You know, Reggie White, uh, mm-hmm. a Lawrence Taylor. If you're trying to go in that category, I get asked a lot. Is there, because I played with Reggie right. Aaron Donald in Reggie's category. I think Reggie's the greatest defensive lineman that ever played. Now, even in the Hall of Fame, there are separate rooms. Reggie and Lawrence Taylor are in the highest room there. Aaron Donald is is, is trending that way as well. For for Nick, he's gotcha. got a lot of time left. He, you know what? It's way. I mean, listen. He keeps following what he's doing. Yeah, he's going to end up there. But that's that's it's something to do it in two, three, four years. It's another thing to do it for 10, 12, 15 years, you know, so let's, let's pump the brakes and, and enjoy him right now as one of the best pass rushing defensive ends in the league without question on a great defense. There is no doubt about that, but he's got to keep doing that. I think he even knows that you, you got to have to go into the greatest of all time category. You got to have longevity at, at of greatness at a position. Yeah, see, Mike, we had Michael Irvin on earlier in the week, and he said that the 49ers defense, he compared them to the Bears so of 85. So I think I might have gotten caught up in all that kind of hyperbole. So uh, appreciate you putting me putting me straight there. <laughs> hey, but it's an excellent defense. I love watching them. I think, to me, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be between Philly and San Fran. Philly has Philly has, San Fran has so many weapons on offense, like I said, and Philly is all around very good. Their run defense is a little weak, but I lo- and, and San, San Francisco was in a little bit of an early part with the losses to where they, they're not going to be in a position to get a bye. Um, so they'll have to, to play through, obviously, all the playoff games. But I, I really, really like what, what they're, what, how they're preparing for the playoffs. It's so different than college. One loss can knock you out of the college playoffs. That's not true in the NFL. Just get into the dance, have you your players heal up at the right time and be peaking at the right time, and I think that's what San Francisco can be doing. Mike, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but something's on my heart, and I just wanted to ask you because you've been around the game, you played the game, and uh, I'm a black man, and I've been rooting for the team with the star in Dallas my whole life. It was passed down to me. And this Little Rock 9 photo with Jerry Jones in it, I wouldn't dare say he's a racist and he was 14 years old. But my question to you, and I know only God can judge, I'm bothered at his response. He never once talked about the victims and and what they had to go through. And I'm dealing with that the way I'm dealing with it. But as a black player on the Cowboys, have you thought about what's happening and what's not being said how how big of a deal that is for their players to play for the team moving forward, or is it something they don't think about? I would say, for the most part, for the most part, it's something they don't think about. You get in your own world as a player, so you're in that locker room, and a lot of it is self preservation. Depending on who you are, Dak doesn't have to worry, right? Mm-hmm. The stars of the team don't really worry that they're the ones maybe that will. If anybody were to speak out, it's guys that are secure. But let me tell you, as a, as a quote-unquote foot soldier, through my nine years, I was never one of those guys. You know what I'm worried about? Self-preservation. Doing my job so I have a job. So a lot of these guys, they're not going to let that affect them. We're not going to ask them, or we're, we're, do we want to look at them and say, we want you guys to now be the social justice crew. You know, maybe maybe we would like that. Maybe we would like them to comment on that and have a take on that. But these guys, the average the average career is three years. 
These guys are trying to play more than that. Mm. So guys that aren't in a position of power, they're going to keep their head down, they're going to play, they're going to not make waves, and they're going to try and make sure they're on this team or make sure they're on another team and make sure they get paid either way. So to, to ask players to all of a sudden have the social consciousness that, that, again, we would like them to have, and I was with you, that was for Jerry Jones loving to talk and loving to hear himself talk the way he does, he certainly didn't say a whole yeah. lot about this. I completely, I completely agree with you. I'm just telling you how players deal with things on the inside. They may not like it, and they may have, have you know soured on Jerry Jones a little bit, but like I said, they're in it for self-preservation. They're in it to stay in the league, so they're going to keep their head down and do their jobs. Mike, uh, before I let you go, real quick, uh, I know you did radio on the East Coast. How big would it be in New York if Aaron Judge were to sign – with the San Francisco Giants. Oh, my God. Would that be unbelievable? <laughs> I mean, they're talking about either going back to the Yankees or possibly the Mets, and then you get them out on the West Coast. That would be what a steal because, you know, everybody thinks, oh, guys want to play in New York. And, you know, listen, right. nowadays, you know, playing in a, certain, in a certain city could have helped you, a bigger city with off-the-field things. That's just not true anymore. When you're as big – and I don't mean just physically, but as great a player as Aaron Judge, you can play anywhere and still get all you want off the field. And obviously, you're going to make a ton on the field. So that would be a major knife into the heart of New York fans, no doubt about it. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Really Thanks. appreciate it. And really, uh, we love your work out here, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. That's Mike Golick, Sr., longtime ESPN radio host. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.